This is Sharice Kenyon and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast all about beauty beyond the BS. This episode is dedicated to mascara. Before I get into it, head over to Spotify, feel free to give me a five-star rating, head over to Apple Podcasts, give me a review there, it all counts. So yeah, all about mascara. I'm going to talk you through five of my favorites. It's that one product for me that makes me feel done, like finished. Everything, I'm just ready to go. Whether I'm wearing a really barely there base and just some lip gloss or whether I'm out for the night and it's a full face with contouring and setting spray and highlighter. Mascara is the final step that makes everything else make sense. To be honest, I often talk on this podcast about never saying that I'm an expert, even though I've been writing about beauty for a really long time. But when it comes to mascara, I would probably say that's the closest part of the beauty industry that I am quite an expert in. I've actually been wearing mascara perhaps since I was five or six years old, I think. I used to dance um, ballet, acro, tap and modern, I think they called it. So lots of different forms of dance when I was very young and makeup was a part of the whole, you know, you got ready for the performance and makeup was like the highlight. So I've worn a lot of bad makeup, I have to say. But yeah, I've always had this affinity for mascara. It really brings your eyes out. It's something that you can do to finish a look or it's something that can be just the look. I love that look of fresh skin with a couple of coats of mascara and nothing else. For me, when it comes to how I wear it, it's always pretty much three coats. I know that's quite a lot for some people. Some people love to wear one coat or they love the, I've forgotten the name of the Glossier product. It's Lash Lick. And I know so many people love to wear it. They love to feel like they're not wearing mascara. And I am just the opposite. I want you to see that I'm wearing mascara. I've got pretty long kind of curly lashes anyway. And I just want to make them longer, darker, and more curly. More recently, I've kind of strayed a little bit from my usual, which is playing with the direction that I brush the lashes into. I still want them to look as long and thick as possible, but over the past few months, I think it was after seeing Zoe Kravitz's makeup artist on the set of the Batman, Stacey Wodu, she would always brush Zoe's lashes to the side because why would you make so much effort with what's on the eyes if only then to kind of brush the lashes up and hide half of the work. So I love doing that and it absolutely kind of changes the shape of my eyes. But what makes a good mascara? For me, as the self-proclaimed expert, I think it differs depending on what you want. I think it's really subjective. For me, a good mascara is one that won't smudge or drift onto my under eye area. I'm someone that's got a really active face and I feel that when I'm recording a podcast or creating TikToks, my face is even more active. If I'm trying a new mascara, I know if it's going to smudge, it's probably going to happen within the first 30 minutes of me speaking. For instance, I recently revisited Maybelline's Great Lash. It's iconic. The packaging is iconic. It's that neon green and pink. It's like this timeless look, but the formula is awful. And I think it's not just me that experiences that. It's very smudgy within the first 10 minutes, I would say. So it's not a good one for me. But if you like Great Lash, before I get into my favorites, let me know if it's your favorite. 
Tell me I'm wrong, DM me at Beauty Me Podcast and let me know why you love it. While mascara formulas are probably the slowest part of the beauty market when it comes to innovation, one thing that really will affect how good it is, is the brush. You can tell a lot about a brush by focusing on the length, the thickness. If the thickness is the same all the way along the brush, is it a bristle brush? Is it a plastic comb? For instance, you can see some similarities between Dior's Dior Show, which is iconic, created by Pat McGrath, and you can see how it compares to Milk Makeup's Kush Mascara. Both of these mascaras have really thick brushes, but I personally think Dior Show is a much better product. It lengthens as well as thickens, and I think that's down to the fact that while both the ones are thick, Dior Show's, it actually narrows towards the end, meaning you have a little bit more control and you can get in and underneath the lashes. Whereas the Milk Makeup Kush Mascara is just thick and you just get in there and create a lot of mess. That's my personal view. Other things that make a mascara good, it needs to meet its claims. So if it's promising length, I need to see length. If it's promising thicker, fuller lashes, then that's what I expect. However, there's one more aspect that will massively affect how it goes on, which brings me to my final thought before we get into it. What makes a good mascara even better? I was having drinks with my friend Nush the other night and I was telling her how much I was loving the Huda Beauty Legit Lashes Mascara. Nush actually gifted me that. She's an amazing makeup artist and she passed this on to me. Definitely going to go into this product in more detail shortly. So we were having drinks and Nush said, wait until the Huda Beauty has dried out a bit. It's going to get even better. And that statement alone definitely sums up for me what makes a good mascara even better. There's something about buying a brand new mascara and not using it straight away. You leave it to sit around a little bit. I don't know if it's down to the climate, the temperature of your wherever you keep your makeup, but over time, mascara thickens up. So when you first get it, if you were to, for me, if I open a mascara brand new and put it on my lashes, I pretty much know they're likely to stick together. It's likely to be quite wet and the overall finish is not going to be what I want. I'll leave it lying around for a while. And if you want, you can kind of manipulate the formula. You could leave it on a radiator to warm it up a little bit and then take it off. So then it thickens up. If you live in a hot country, you might want to keep your mascara in the fridge overnight and then let it come to room temperature. There's something about leaving your mascara lying around for a while. And later on, you're going to know that there's one mascara that I've had for quite a while. It's kind of embarrassing, but hey, one thing I want you to know that whatever I say in this episode, it's an opinion. It's not fact. Mascara is a very personal thing. If you check out my Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast, you'll see what to some is an example of what too much mascara might look like. To the woman in the video, which is actually meant to be a video about a micro fading brow treatment, nothing to do with lashes. She's wearing a ton of mascara. The amount of comments, I think on TikTok alone, the videos had over 650,000 likes. And unfortunately for the brow technician, it's for the wrong reasons. People aren't liking the video for her amazing brow skills. They're liking it because they just cannot get over this woman's lashes. But when I shared it on Instagram, there was a lot of actually positive comments. Quite a few makeup artists were like, if they sent this down the runway at Balenciaga, people would be lapping it up. And I think that's so true. We can be quite 
judgmental of other people's personal makeup taste. But if it's seen on a catwalk or a celebrity, we kind of think, oh, it's not so bad. I also had responses from brow specialists in the comments and somebody said it actually happens to her quite often that she'll be creating content about brows and she can't use it because her client will have a really extreme mascara obsession. So I can't judge personally because I love a spidery lash. Anyway, let's get into my current top five mascaras. First, it's Isamaya Beauty. I bought Rubber Lash Latex Lift Mascara at the Isamaya pop-up. Unfortunately, I've lost the jewelry that it came with. It's one of the cool things about Isamaya Beauty. Each product will have a piece of stainless steel jewelry attached that you can wear as a septum ring or as an earring. And while that's really pretty and cool, obviously I bought the product to try the mascara inside. I am a mascara obsessive and I just had to have one that was made by Isamaya French. I actually feel this mascara is one of the few advances when it comes to mascara for quite a few years because as I said mascara is pretty much the same formula for many different brands I feel it's just wrapped in different packaging different pricing and marketing however rubber lash claims to be different from the rest by offering a high-tech lifting formula using proprietary latex lift technology they call it a lash lift in a tube on ismibeauty.co.uk I do think it does feel different on the lashes and it absolutely encourages lashes up and out. In fact, I would recommend this to someone with even the tiniest, stubbiest, straightest lashes. I think they would really benefit. Just focus your attention at the roots of the lashes and gently push back on them to encourage a curl while the formula dies down. I don't think it meets the 16-hour smudge-proof wear promise that's on the site because I've seen this smudge in just a few hours, which is fine if you wear it with a grungy shadow. I just don't think it lives up to the 16-hour claim. Apart from that, I love it. Next, it's L'Oreal Paris Volume Million Lashes Mascara. I've actually always been a fan of another L'Oreal mascara called Lash Architect 4D. But it was my former guest, Ashley Nelson of Restroom Rituals, who you can find on episode 131, that put me on to millions. She often does these mascara battles on her Instagram page, and I know she's a major fan of this one. When I've tried it, it definitely gives an instant thickening effect. Whereas Lash Architect is all about length and volume, Millions feels like it's more about amplifying whatever you've got. So again, it's another mascara that would be great for anyone that's just trying to make more of their length, thickness, etc. I've actually used this on a model for a photo shoot as well, and she has very short lashes, and this made a big difference with just two coats. The product claims to include this inbuilt wiper system, meaning it removes excess product, which is a good thing because when you have too much product on the brush, your lashes will just get stuck together. I think it's pretty accurate. You can see that the brush comes out a lot more clean than other brands. So I think it's a pretty accurate claim. And also I haven't experienced any smudging. It's been a really good buy. I think it's a great high street purchase or drugstore purchase. It does what it's meant to do and it doesn't cost a fortune. Next up, it's the Charlotte Tilbury Pillow Talk Push Up Lashes. I was gifted this by makeup artist Katie Jane Hughes after she used it on me for our 90s makeup session back on episode 91. And yeah, this is the mascara I've had for a while because episode 91 came out in September last year. I'm not ashamed though because it's been kept in really good condition and I swear this formula is still really good. 
Charlotte Tilbury's mascara gives me staying power. I know that I can apply three coats and my lashes are longer, thicker, defined and separated and I never have smudging. That's ticking a lot of boxes for me. I mentioned earlier that when I'm recording, I have a quite active face and this is the mascara I'll go to if I need my mascara to stay in one place or if I'm going to be out for, you know, the whole day. This mascara has never let me down and it promises 24 hour vertical lift and I'm going to believe them there. I haven't left it on for that long myself, but I reckon the claim would prove to be true. I really want to try the new colored version of this as well. It's called Dream Pop and it's a really pretty berry brown shade that I haven't seen before. I've seen like metallic browns and burgundies. This looks like it would suit any skin tone. So for me, Pillow Tuck push-up lashes is no complaints. It's an all-round crowd pleaser offering length, volume and stretch. Next, it's the Ilia Fullest Volumizing Mascara. I was gifted this by the brand a while back and was so, so impressed by how it lived up to its claims. It's a gorgeous, silky soft formula that truly gives you the thickest lashes ever. It's described as a clean volumizing mascara that wraps each lash in weightless volume and was designed for even the most sensitive eyes. The focus on clean continues. If you check out their website, they're very into being clean and I'm not even going to pretend that I know enough to get into clean. I don't know many people that know much about clean and there are many people who don't think clean is essential when it comes to skincare and makeup. But it's obviously a focus for Ilia. For me, it's just about I just want you to know that this is the perfect mascara when you want super quick, thick results. When it comes to the brush, it's violin shaped, which allows you to get in there and really coat the lashes and also kind of curl them up as you go. Okay, final mascara now, and I'm bringing it back to my friend Nush, who I mentioned earlier. I'll be sure to share Nush's makeup account with you actually in the show notes because she's, yeah, she's amazing. If she hadn't gifted me this Huda Beauty product, I might never have used it. So thanks Nush for putting me on. It's called Legit Lashes Double Ended Volumizing and Lengthening Mascara. But on the tube, it also says curling. And I think that's where it stands out. I've been using this product solidly for over a month and I already know exactly when it's needed. I love the versatility of the two ends. Sometimes I'll only use the volumizing end, but most of the time I'll do one layer of volumizing followed by a layer of the curling and lengthening. The curling part really, really works and I love focusing it on the outer corners of my lashes to really coax them out. Also, I think this mascara saves me a little bit of time. I've always been three coats, as I mentioned earlier. And with the Huda Beauty one, I just do two and I'm done. One thing I have to say is this has got some serious staying power. And I mean, it doesn't smudge and it's very hard to budge. You will absolutely need to make more effort when it comes to removing this product. And even when you've removed it, you may well wake up the next day and see like a tiny little area where you know you were wearing it the night before. It's not a negative for me, really. I'd definitely buy this. So that's it from me. That is my five top mascaras for right now. I do move around quite a lot. As I said, I, I'm a mascara obsessive, so I'm always going to try something new. But these five are what I'm using right now. And obviously one of them I've been using for at least a year, the Charlotte Tilbury. Let me know your favorites. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast. I'm also going to share a TikTok on this. You can find me at Sharice Kenyon. 
And don't forget, I've got a newsletter. You can sign up for free at beautymenotes.substat.com. Let me know what you love to use and I'll see you next time.